You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you on what I titled the possibility mindset. So if you are going to experience unlimited global possibilities, then there's a kind of way to think. There is a mindset you need to have. Okay? There's a mindset you must not have, and there's a mindset you need to have. A mindset is a, is a fixed state of mind. The mind is set. Hallelujah. It's set. Those of you that use um, satellite dishes, you know that they set. When you get the installer, he sets it to a particular frequency. It's set there. And because it is set, that frequency, it can receive signals. Why? Because it's set at the right frequency. Am I correct? Some people's minds are, have got the wrong setting. I'm telling you, some people's minds have the wrong setting. And the problem is never with God. It's always from our side. A dictionary defines a mindset as a habitual or characteristic mental attitude that determines how you will interpret or respond to situations. Do you hear that? Should I, should I repeat it? So a mindset is a habitual or characteristic mental attitude that determines how you will interpret or respond to situations. So the way you interpret situations, a lot of times I have picked it even pastoring and hanging around some people and I have, I have picked some people have the wrong mindset. And oftentimes, I have tried to help them, but some of them are so married to that mindset. They are so set. That mindset is so, that mind is so set. And the frequencies it is receiving are not going to take that person to where God has for them. So this morning, one of the things we're going to do is to break, to reset your mind. Amen. We will break every, everything that the enemy has used over time to set your mind on a particular frequency whereby you, can re, you only receive from him and you don't receive from God. The signals you pick. People, two people can be looking at the same thing and then you totally different. So it's not about what is being released. It's about the setting of the mind. Do you understand? It's about the setting of the mind. The setting of the mind can be, uh, it can make you or it can break you. Yeah. The enemy is so crafty and a lot of times, he even uses your experience to set your mind. 
Because maybe you've missed it before. Maybe you've made, you've, you've made a few blunders. Then he, he now uses that as a mental setup. He fixes your mind there. And then he now begins to use that to program your life. He begins to use that to program your life and tells you, do you remember you tried it before? Do you remember you failed at it? What makes you think you will succeed? So, because of that, because you, because you have experienced failure in that area, you now believe, I can't make it here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now you believe it. And you hold on to it. And that becomes your reality. Instead of holding on to what God is saying. Instead of resetting your mind. Hmm? In, uh, in, in, in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Verse 2. The Bible says there, in fact, let's read from verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Then the next verse, the next verse it says, and do not be conformed to the world. Can you see that? Do not be what? Conformed. That's a setting. That is a setting. It's a mold. If you, if you, if you want to use, uh, maybe, uh, you guys, when you build, when you make bricks, you have molds, right? You put it there. Huh? You pour the mix, whatever it is. You give it some time. Then what happens? It cures and it sets. Once, once, that, once it is set, can you now? No, it's set. So for you, for you to change that, you need to take it through a, another process. Am I correct? So some of us have been contained by our experiences. You understand? We've been contained by our experiences for so long that it, it has now cured. So now you become a brick that the enemy can use. But we're going to break that. Yeah. There is nothing God cannot do. Amen. How many people agree with that? Amen. There is nothing that God cannot do. Amen. With God, all things are possible. Let's look at a few scriptures. I remember the time that God visited Abraham in Genesis chapter 18. 
when God when God visited him God now said the Lord spoke right let me see verse 9 let's read from verse 9 they said to him, Where is Sarah your wife? And he said, Here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah your wife shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Hmm? Imagine a 90-year-old woman having a baby. You know, those of you ladies that feel, oh, my biological clock is... <laughs> my clock is ticking. Let your mind not be in the wrong setting. All things are possible. Do you understand me? All things are possible. You are not older than Sarah. <laughs> I'm not saying yours will be like that. But I, but I want you to see that if God did it for Sarah, he can do it for you. Amen. Depends on your mental setting. Yeah, it depends. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, <laughs> shall I have pleasure, my Lord, also being old? Do you know that Sarah didn't actually laugh out loud? You see what the scripture says? She laughed where? Within herself. But God heard it. Oftentimes, we think that she just laughed. <laughs> no, that's why she denied it. That's why she denied it. She said, no, I didn't laugh. Yes? But you see, with God, if you think it, it's done. Yeah, that's why he says, if you lost after a woman, you have done it. Wow. Wow. If you hate someone, yeah. you have killed that person. Sure. Sure. You, see, you see God's standard. Wow. So Sarah laughed within herself. Yeah. And the Lord says, why do you laugh? Yeah. You say, honestly, I swear to God, I didn't laugh. <laughs> 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 huh? I didn't laugh. <laughs> ah. Then look at look at the next verse. Let's read on. No? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Hmm? Is anything too hard for the Lord? 
Turn to someone and say, is anything too hard? For the Lord. It's nothing. He says, at the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Hallelujah. Who made menopause? What are you talking about? The creator of the body is talking. And your mental setting is talking. Huh? God is talking. And your biology lesson is talking. Ha. <laughs> oh my Lord. Something is about to happen to someone. Yes, I'm telling you. Something is happening. There has to be a change. Do not allow yourself to be conformed to the world. Don't be conformed to the world. Don't allow your mind to have the same setting as the world. That's not for you. You have a better life ahead of you. Better days. Glorious days ahead of you. So it doesn't matter your experience. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter the mistakes you have made. If you are smart enough to learn from those mistakes, then the future is bright. But if you are dumb enough not to learn from the mistake, I'm sorry for you. But I know I'm talking to smart people this morning. Yes? Is anyone that made some mistakes last year? You made? <laughs> okay, he says even this year. <laughs> Yeah, but you need to learn from them quickly. I often say, hold on to your past long enough to learn from it. After that, get rid of it. The only thing you need from your past is your lessons. That's all you need. Don't hold on to it and everywhere you're going, you're trying to drive forward and you're looking back. How do you do that? That's a disaster about to happen. So, is there anything too hard for God? A possibility mindset. Always ask this question. Is there anything too hard for God? Make that part of the configuration of your mind. Is there anything too hard for God? Make it part of your thinking process. Whenever you face a situation, ask yourself, is there anything too hard for God? And let me see the situation that will say there is. Hallelujah. Look at another scripture, Jeremiah chapter 32. 
Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Open that scripture for me. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that is what you should carry with you all the time. Nothing is too difficult. Think about it. Did you, are you the one that provided him with the raw material to make the earth? Huh? Did you give him the, the formula for creating water? Huh? Science. Come on. Just went to the lab and just, you know, came by and said, oh, this is the formula. God, just mix this and this and it will give you water. Did you do that? <laughs> it says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. That's my God. He's talking. Is there anything too hard for me? He's asking you. He's asking your mind. Okay? Take this and store it because you need it in your journey this year. Okay? When you look at the situation, you say, is there anything too hard? Yeah. There's another place in, 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 in Jeremiah where he says, uh, where he says, our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. And he says, nothing is too difficult for thee. Where is that scripture? Verse 17. Okay. Yes. That's my God. Say, that's my God. Yes. He says, ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power an outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Hey. So a possibility mindset has these kind of scriptures. As part of the thinking process. So when you wake up every day, tell yourself, nothing is too difficult. Why? Because I'm walking with God. Yes? You believe that? Amen. How many people are reading their Bibles? Yeah. Hey, okay. Please, let's read. Let's be faithful. Let's finish the Bible this year. Amen. There's a scripture in Job chapter 42, verse 2. Let's read that. Look at what Job, after his ordeal, <laughs> he is speaking hmm? 42 verse 2 he says I know that what you can do some things this is Job talking after God rebuked him you know at the end of his ordeal yeah yeah 
It says, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Come on. No purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Let's read it in another translation. I like that. It says, I know that you can do all things. No plans of yours can be thwarted. Come on. Who can frustrate God's plan? Show me that person. Call his name. Who is it that can frustrate God's plan? He says, I know. After going through what he went through, he learned some things. Huh? Some of us are going through things that we're not learning. You better learn quickly. So that that process can stop. <laughs> Come on. Let's read it again. Another version. What? Let's see. NLT. How does the NLT put it? Okay, amplified. Let's read. Amplified. It says, I know that you can do all things and that no thought ha, or purpose of yours can be restrained or thwarted. You can't restrain him. This is how you, this is what you should make as part of your thinking. Okay? Not the prediction of the experts. The experts, they do their part, but I'm telling you, they are so limited. Yeah. Because they also need this. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus was talking to his disciples. Um, he was saying that it will be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for each rich man to go into heaven. And then the disciples say, <laughs> who then can be saved? Yeah, obviously, and that's to tell that those guys were not poor, right? <laughs> because they were entrepreneurs, all of them. Who then can be saved? Then Jesus said, with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. Amen. With men it is impossible. With God all things are possible. Alright? Now, how many people know that God's power is limitless? Do you, do you, do you agree? You, you believe that? You know that? The only thing God cannot do is to lie. There are some things he cannot do. Like, he cannot lie. Huh? He cannot change. Hmm? I'm the Lord, I change not. You cannot change him. Nothing can change him. Alright? Other than that, he's constant. He said, yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus Christ is the same. Alright? So sometimes we struggle because we try to bring God into our mold. Our, our setting is what limits the power of God. It's not God. I'm telling you, it's not that God is not able to do things in your life. Your mind has deceived you. 
And you have believed God. But that is about to change. About to change this morning. And I believe that those things, those stubborn things in your life will be visited by God. Yeah. They have to change. You, you know you can achieve those goals that you've set. You can achieve them. Set goals is okay. Don't, don't, don't set goals that are easy. You know, just say, oh, let me just do this. You know, so it's, it, uh, make it hard for God. I dare you to make things hard for God. Yes? Yeah. And you'll discover that you can't. Let's look at an example of, um, of people who had the wrong mindset. Numbers chapter 13. So you can see that their minds were fixed to the wrong frequency. They were, they were adjusted over time with their experience. Their experience had enforced and reinforced certain things. And now they get to the point where the promise of God is about to be fulfilled. Okay? The promise of God is about to be fulfilled. Verse 1, And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So you now see that the people that were sent were not just ordinary people. These were leaders. These were the top people. These were the creme de la creme. I'm telling you. All right? Twelve of them. Twelve. The best. Huh? Moses called them. said, okay, guys, go spy the land. Come back and bring report. All right. And they go. <laughs> Verse 25. They returned from spying out the land after 40 days. 40 days is enough time to see everything. At least everything that is significant. Right? So, now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They brought back word and they showed the fruit. This is the evidence that we went there. We didn't just go on a holiday somewhere. All right? And then it says, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell on the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea along the banks of the Jordan. Have I skipped? Yeah, I've skipped. <laughs> yeah, they showed the fruit, verse 26, then 27. 
Then they told him and said, We went into the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Right? Nevertheless, can you see? <laughs> it's a negative mindset. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. So what? You see, that's a problem. When you compare yourself to your situation, when you compare yourself to the giant, it's, it's a problem. It's always a problem. Never compare yourself to your situation. If you want to have a, 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 a possibility mindset, okay? Yes. The cities are fortified and very large. Okay? Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Hmm? That was uh, Goliath's relatives. Then it says the Amalekites, okay, yeah, we've read that, we'll skip down. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Touch someone and say, I think he's talking to us. Yes. So these people, the creme de la creme, the best of the best, the leader among leaders, 12 of them are sent. And then they come back. Say, oh yeah, the land is actually great. It truly flows with milk and honey. Just like Moses told us. These are the fruits. And you know the, the fruits, the, the fruits were so... What can I use? <laughs> Imagine these two people. Huh? One is standing in front. Yeah? A cluster of grapes. Those of you that like grapes, how many people like grapes? You know the grapes you eat from the shop. Yeah. They have the grapes. They carry it on a pole. Okay, carry the grapes. Walk. <laughs> huh? That's the fruit. That's the grape. From the That's it going. Okay, come back. <laughs> so, the grape, a cluster, is carried on a pole. A pole. That's the land God is preparing for them, wow. has prepared for them. Wow. Wow. I don't know if one person can finish a cluster. <laughs> Today we eat so many clusters and we're still not full. Hmm? So, the people are saying, yes, this, this land, in fact, I think, I think that that land actually needed giants. 
Because giants had to cultivate that land. Do you understand? The giants have to cultivate the land for them. It's giants that can carry those kind of grapes. <laughs> now God is bringing them to that place. But some people say, ah, hmm, these guys, hmm, the cities are so fortified. Even to get in. Ah, I don't see how we can do it. Too. <laughs> the whole of this nation. Can it, how are we going to? These guys. Over a million people. How, how are we going to do it? How? But Caleb had a different spirit. He had a possibility mindset. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. His mind was set correctly. So, Caleb is looking at it and he says, he sees opportunity. The other ones look and they see obstacles. So, how you will know if you have a possibility mindset or not, is how you interpret the challenges before you. Amen. If you see the challenges as obstacles, then you need to work on your mindset. You need your mind renewed. Okay? But when you look at it and say, wow, what an opportunity. This is an opportunity for a testimony. Amen. By the time I share my testimony, all my unsaved friends will be saved. Amen. Yeah, that's how you should look at it. Yes. Instead of saying, oh, how am I going to do this? No. I said, it's negative mindset. You have allowed your experience to mold your mind, to set your mind. That's what, that's what has happened to you. You have, you have allowed what people have been saying. People have repeated certain things so much that you now believe them. And now God is speaking and you can't believe God. That's the problem. And we need to deal with that. So Joshua quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Why? Because they are comparing themselves with the situation. Instead of comparing the situation with their God. Can you see? And the Bible says, Then they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had gone out to spy, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. What kind of exaggeration is this? <laughs> the land devours its inhabitants. <laughs> but there are people there. How did... How? 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 Please, somebody help me understand this. How does the land devour inhabitants and yet there are inhabitants there? 
They're giants. So he doesn't devour giants. No. Ha! <laughs> okay, the, the land has eaten all the small people. <laughs> and only left the giants. Is that it? You see, when you begin to compare your situation with yourself, now, I'm not saying you should not assess yourself. Yes. You, you assess yourself, assess your abilities, yes. assess your strengths, assess your weaknesses, but assess your God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So you do all your SWOT analysis and you don't bring God into the picture. You don't bring, where is the God factor? You must update the analysis. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Put God into the picture. And you will see a different, you will see from a different perspective. Yeah. He said the land devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. So what? We need them to work for us. See, there's an opportunity to get good labor. Good labor force. This is manpower we're talking about. Yeah. But no, they didn't see it that way. Then look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. It says, There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anna came from giants, and we were like grasshoppers in whose? Can you see? We were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. So the way you see yourself is the way the enemy sees you. Can you see that? So stop seeing yourself like a grasshopper. You're not a grasshopper. Have you ever seen a grasshopper made in God's image? Look, look at this nonsense. These are the, the top people. These are the leaders of, of, of ten tribes talking. So if we say majority, the voice of the people is the voice of God, then here that means they were accurate. Because that's the majority speaking. Demonstration of crazies. That's another way of saying democracy. According to a Nigerian musician. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the majority are saying we're not able. We're like grasshoppers. Yeah. The land devours its inhabitants. That's what majority are saying. Then only two. We're saying we are well able. Yeah. We, let's go up at once. We are able to overcome it. We can possess the land. Amen. God is with us. So sometimes popular opinion, I'm telling you, is contrary to God's opinion. Opinion poll is not always accurate. Amen? Especially when God is not speaking. You need to hear God. One thing with me, I've learned over time, 
I listen to advice, I listen to people, I get opinions, but once God speaks, I don't care what anybody says. You understand? I don't give a hoot. Say whatever you say, think whatever you think, God has spoken, I'm set. It's settled. If I have to listen to people, I won't be here now. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. So these guys, we don't want to be like these people. Honestly, some people need deliverance. (laughs) And it's not deliverance from demons. It's a mind. The mind needs to be reset. Stop thinking impossible. It's a contradiction. Unless you are not working with God. And it doesn't matter how long you've been in that situation, you can get out of it. Powerfully. Telling you. It doesn't matter. Listen, you can get out of debt. Don't you believe it? You can. You might look okay from all from the look of things is not possible. I'm telling you now it's possible. Amen. There's nothing God cannot do. We have had times that some fat money came into our account and we go look go to the bank, tell them, you know, we made a mistake. They say, No, it's not a mistake. We have had that experience. I'm telling you. You say, me, I'm an honest pastor. I want to say, you know, hello, look, I don't know where this came from. They say, just keep it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a testimony. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots of those kind of testimonies. Yeah. I don't need security. I'm just... (laughs) It's just that sometimes we don't share some things because people start thinking we are making them up. But I'm telling you, God has done amazing things. We've seen it so many times. So many times. Because he says, my God shall supply all your need according to your income. Is that not what it says in your Bible? He shall supply all your need according to your increase. Hmm? According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So what I'm saying is that that debt can be killed right now. That giant of death can be wiped out. We are going to have many testimonies like that this year. Telling you You will just wake up and see God has done it. God will give you ideas that will bring in an influx. Telling you. God will give you things. Years ago, I mean, it it shook my theology. But I saw it in uh, T.L. Osborne's book. I was reading. He went for a crusade. I've forgotten where. Somewhere in Asia also. 
And he ran out of money. For the, you know, miracle crusade, mega crusade. Those guys, when they, I mean, the funds, the amount they, they use. It's like Rana Bonke's crusades. One crusade cost not less than a million dollars. So millions of dollars they spent. So he went and crusade is going on. They are stuck. God, the guy was praying, praying, praying. One day he, he woke up in the morning. I saw the picture. And, and so <laughs> a bundle of money like that. Cash on the floor. I'm telling you, it's recorded. Is there anything too hard? I saw it. And I'm like, what? I've always said, God will not throw money from above. <laughs> now, I don't know where it came from. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've taught that God will not throw money from heaven. It might not be from heaven. It might be from the bank. I don't know where it came from, but it came from somewhere. Somewhere on the earth. Ha! Why are we not hearing those kind of testimonies today? Why? 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 What's wrong with us? We've stopped believing God. We've stopped trusting God. We believe in our efforts more. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't work. You shouldn't put in effort. You put in effort, you do all you can, and after you've done all you can, you wait for what God can do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Do you know that God can just give you one idea like this that will make you a billionaire? Yes. It doesn't take time. I was watching a video. This man was just saying, you know, people, those of you that want to boycott Israel, you better think twice. Because you don't know what you are using. You don't know how Israel has impacted your life. And he began to list things. And I said, oh my goodness. He says, if you are using a smartphone, you are using our chip. You want, are you sure you want to boycott? He began to talk about medical technology that they use for surgery. Huh? The cameras that they use. It's ours. Amen. You want to boycott us? Ha! I said, wow. This is interesting. It is. So, what about you? You are also part of Israel. You need to come up with some innovations this year. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Come up with things, I'm telling you. It's possible. Touch someone and say, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Possible. Possible. The guy listed things. Defense. You know, defense. You say, you want? 
not defense. This is what we produce to help. If you are flying in a plane, this is what we gave you. If you are doing this, this is what we... Do you want to boycott? <laughs> so I am telling you, we will get to a point, if we will enter into this dimension, nobody, the world cannot do without us. The nation should, should be able to say, if not for these Christians. Yeah, it is possible. I pray that God will give you ideas. In the name of Jesus. God will visit you in your dreams and implant ideas that will change the world. In the name of Jesus. It was strategies that will bring an influx of resources that will enable us to plant churches, that will enable us to do the work of God, will enable us to advance the kingdom of God. Name of Jesus. God can give you something that banks will want. And they'll pay billions for it. Do you understand? God can give that to you. It is possible. You can take on the giant in the land. It's possible. I want to plant churches. I, I, I get so sad sometimes when I get requests from Malawi and I'm like, God, what? Why, why can't? Why, why is this? Huh? Why? There are things we can do. But our minds, the enemy has used our minds to limit us and to stop us from entering into the things that God wants to do. So get ready. This is your year. Do you understand me? This is your year. This is your year. Get ready. God is going to drop some ideas in your heart. I'm praying for you to receive it and incubate it. And stop being negative. Receive it. You're not a grasshopper. You're made in God's image for God's sake. God's image. God's image. Give yourself some credit. You are made in God's image. There is something of God you carry. There's some ability of God that you carry. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Can you do all things? Now, if all things are possible with God, and you are made in the image of God, and you are walking with God, guess what? All things are possible. Amen. That's what it means. Amen. Amen. That's what it means. What about when things, when the mountain is so Stubborn. And it refuses to move. All things are possible. Yeah. 
There was a man that came to Jesus. His disciples could not cast out the demon. There was an epileptic spirit that was disturbing his son. Right? Yeah, we'll throw him into the fire and all of that. And this, Jesus was on the mountain praying. And the disciples were there trying to. To cast out this spirit. And they could not. Amen. And when, when this man, when Jesus, as Jesus came down, the man comes to Jesus and says, Master, please, if you will, help me. Do you understand? If you will, help me. Then, <laughs> Jesus says, if you believe, all things are possible. All things are possible to him who believes. So you see here that, first of all, all things are possible with God. But now, to him who believes as well. All things are possible. Amen. Hello. Amen. You might not be God, but because you believe yes. in God by Amen. faith, all things are possible. Amen. By faith, all things are possible. You can buy that house this year. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. You can, you can, by faith. Yes, you can double. We can double this year. Amen. Hello? Amen. By faith, it's possible. Amen. Yes? Amen. You believe that? Yes. If you believe, it's possible. Amen. So you see that the limitation is not from God, it's from our belief. Our belief is what limits us. In other words, it's our mindset. Amen. It's the way we see ourselves. Amen. It's the way we think. Yeah. It's the way we process things. That's what determines. Amen. So I've chosen now to break all the limits. Amen. And start thinking outrageous things. So when I read, as we're reading through the Bible... If, let me tell you something. As you read the, as you're reading, some scriptures will seem to jump out. How many of you have experienced that? Note those scriptures. Those are remas. That's that's what is called rema. Okay. So that's a specific targeted word. Amen. So you can take that and believe it. Is God speaking to you? So if you believe that. You don't, it's not just, when he says all things are possible to them that believe, it's not just about just believing, okay, an elephant is going to fly. No, 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 it's not that. But it's believing what has been said. Amen. Believing what God is saying. Amen. Believing what God is showing. Amen. Do you understand? So the premise is the word of God. So, because I know some people can hear this kind of message now and then they step out and they see somebody's wife and they start believing it's there. <laughs> you, you, you can't believe that. You need the word. You need to, the word to base your convictions on. 
And that's why everybody must read the Bible this year. Hello? You finished from Genesis to Revelation. We're going to finish the Bible. Read through it. By the end of this year, you will be so. Your stature in the spirit. When giants see you, they will run. Hallelujah. So when you see giants, even though you look small, in the spirit you are not small. When you see the giants, you'll be like David. What an opportunity. This is my opportunity to shine. People are running. David says, what's going to be given? What's, what's, what's going to be given to the person that takes this? He said, ah, number one. <laughs> there are many benefits. But number one, the king will give you his daughter. Ah. <laughs> if, if you put a stop there, that's enough. That's okay. It's like, I become the king's son-in-law. What? Ha! He says, that's enough motivation. What else? What else? <laughs> hmm? Tax. Exempt from tax. Your whole family, your father's house. Living tax-free. Hey, another incentive. Yeah. So whenever you see a giant, listen to me as a possibility thinker, huh? <laughs> with a possibility mindset, the moment you see a giant, always know that there are some benefits that that giant is blocking. Do you understand? So when you see a challenge, always approach it like that. That's, that's what I do. Amen. So when I see a challenge, I say, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to cook this one. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So David, he sees the, the, he sees the giant, and he, he doesn't look at the size of the giant. He looks at the size of his God. The mistake we make is that we look at the size of the mountain. We look at the size of the challenge. We look at the size of the bill. We look at the size of the debt. We look at the size of the disease. We look at the size of whatever it is. We focus on that instead of now, you look at it, you see it, then you now bring your God side by side. Do you understand? So, when it's a mountain and you, then you bring God next to the mountain, tell me, who is the mountain there now? Who is the real mountain? Isn't it God? Yeah. He's the rock. Yeah. So, always put God next to your challenge. And you find out that nothing will be impossible. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people are going to achieve some great things this year? Yes. Get ready. I'm going to pray some prayer. God is going to bring opportunities your way. God is going to open some doors for you. God is going to give you opportunities. Listen, God will give you some giants to take out. Do you understand? As you take those giants, you make headlines. How about that? Look for a challenge this year. Look for a challenge and address that. 
Let's begin to think like that. And I believe that with God on our side, Amen. there is nothing. Amen. You are going to see how little the enemy is. Bring the word of God. Put it side by side. Bring your Lord. Put him side by side. A lot of situations are exaggerated. I'm telling you. Your situations have been exaggerated by the enemy. The enemy has exaggerated himself. He has inflated himself. He's just a balloon. That's not his real size. All it takes is a pin to punch that balloon. And it comes back to its real size. It's just full of air. doesn't even have weight. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Talk to the Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.